Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matteo. Tonight I am joined by the one Gerard Barrera. Oh, hello, my fellow nerds. <laughs> hello, everyone. Welcome. I feel like that was very cowardly lion esque. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was going for a little fantasy there. <laughs> well, hello there. Coming to the Crashing Game Night Island. <laughs> You know, um, you belong in character you ever meet in a fantasy movie, like, oh, <laughs> hello. No, so it's like, you're more like, like the butler something. from, uh, you're more the butler from Haunted Mansion. <laughs> That's, I'll take that. That guy was cool. That's fair. Okay. The guy's That's cool, but not the character. Anyways, um, okay, yeah. <laughs> we're also joined tonight by Theo Walski. What's up, everybody? And the real cowardly lion of the group, Jason Bellini. Lions <laughs> made rough. Lions How's it going? How's it going? Good. How's how was everybody's week? Dude, if you're gonna look the part, yeah. you're gonna get the part. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> dude, dude, I really want you to grow it out so long that you get like the braids like in the movie when he gets well, all gussied up and everything. That I needs to happen. Just have it braided. With the little bows and everything. Yes. He could braid oh, I didn't that get, out. I didn't get that. But then I'm gonna then I'm gonna start calling him Kratos though. I'm not gonna call him Cowardly Lion. So why? It Kratos depends on how many braids he does. If he that's does boy. like five braids, full, that's full Cowardly boy. Lion. Full man's beard with Kratos. Boy. I don't know. No uh no braids there. Oh boy. So, to me. so how was everybody's week? Well <laughs> man. Not everybody talk at once, you know. I just I know, right? I mean, I don't, I don't feel the same struggle as Jerry with sleeping in and getting out of bed and oh, God, moving to it, moving to his desk to play video games. So <laughs> uh, it's a long journey. Hey, it's now you know how it feels, right, Jerry? Like when I you're, do. Talking, you're talking smack <laughs> on me. How many years ago? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be quite honest, you you're serious about what you're talking about. I was joking. I was productive today. I got I had a meeting done. I did a few errands. You know, like I I got I'm an adult. Okay, <laughs> Jason, when you're telling me, oh man, I woke up. Ugh. Oh, dude, just woke I, up. Just, I had to wake. I had to walk all the way to the kitchen. Like, wait, what? Like, it's a journey. <laughs> wait, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me Jason doesn't have a mini fridge bedside? No. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. I know no. exactly. Oh my god, no, get, bro. <laughs> oh god. Dude, you were such Christmas a bachelor. Time, you are get... such a bachelor, dude. Oh yeah, bro. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Christmas time, I'm gonna get you a, a video game themed mini fridge. Oh, yes. Boom. done. Hmm. Coca Cola. Yeah. Yeah. Coca Cola. That's a good good idea. Thank you, Theo. That was a great idea. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Anything to be that much more lazier. <laughs> yeah, but I have a feeling that uh, Jason's wife would probably stock it. I mean, if you want to go, you want to make it a, a new step of lazy, you end up modding it to where it's almost like a kegerator and it has a straw coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Not just any straw. Mega straw. Swirly straw. Yeah, I go with the swirly, swirly. mega swirly straw, straw. <laughs> from from the fridge. 
<laughs> yes. to your desk so exactly. you don't have to move. <laughs> wow. We, to our listeners, I have perfected great tasks of being super lazy. We need so, to be on Shark Tank. Uh, if, yeah. With our with our ideas. <laughs> the beanie bowl. Oh my god. The, oh, the soup dude. cozy. No. Dude, no <laughs> joke. Literally take it off and it fits on your bowl. Boom. You got a soup cozy. <laughs> right there. The sharks would literally look at us and like God, were you just thinking of ways to be like more lazy? And well for, yeah. For a theme, dude, you go I mean, you go with a bowl cut for that exact reason. <laughs> Actually, that would that that that's that's a good idea because bowl cups are kind of in now. No, they're, they're not. Really shot no, they're they're not. not. Don't even say that. Well, just, just because say, people say do it doesn't mean that it's a thing. Like man buns was never a thing. Just because people did it didn't mean it was a thing. No, I understand. I'm just saying if I ever if I did do it, I have a great excuse because it's kind of in right now. Okay. Um, but I would never do that. I can't. I can't pull off a bowl cut. I, I would I take will. a. I would take a razor to your head. <laughs> Look, that's <laughs> I'm really trying to tell people something. <laughs> hey, and, and Theo, when yeah. you do it, let me help because then I'm gonna carve a nice CR logo in the back of his head. Yes. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Deal. Deal. Hey, it's we'll the only type. We'll take turns holding them down. It's the only type of winning my team's going to do this year, being you guys pulled off a huge trade. Yep. So, well, let's let's talk about the the movies. You know, talking about wins and stuff like that. Because uh, this past weekend was the Oscars, and uh, on the comic book front, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor for the Joker. Well which deserved. It was well deserved. I mean, yeah. now. That doesn't take any way, anything away from the other actors in the category, but... That, and I have to say, that category this year, that was pretty it tough. Was it was great selection. Yeah. 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 It was definitely a that was actually... That was Same really with this tough. actress, but yeah. it was still... Yep, so it was congratulations for him, um, even though it was his usual weird acceptance speech, but that's so just who... But his whole body language and everything through it, the whole thing was so strange. But that's just Joaquin Phoenix, though. He's a I thought it was kind of more like it, like the the character kind of like left a mark on him a little bit. I kind of yeah. feel that too. I think he's, uh, I think it's really opened him, opened his eyes up. And yeah, I think he's absolutely. Really yeah. like yep. kind of taking it all in. I think a lot of people are going to notice that he's kind of been different. Yeah. Um, and another win is that the matrix four began shooting today in San Francisco. Yes. And on set, wait, it began Keanu, shooting. I yeah. thought I thought both movies were supposed to release May of this year. Of uh, Matrix? No, no way. Matrix, Matrix and John Wick Four. This year? No way. Didn't we That's say that both of them were short. releasing the same day, and it was saying May Fourth yeah. of twenty twenty? Oh, we said right. that like a couple months ago. I swore we did. I, yeah. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, okay. that sounds right. March twenty first. That's like really yeah. aggressive. Yeah. It's like okay, um, you got you got two months. Right. <laughs> yeah, make a movie right not now. Not to mention that's quite yeah, the undertaking. Right? Keanu is like Keanu will be like the man if he can except do for that. he doesn't have to really do much to get in character for John Wick because he was seen on set yeah. sporting the longer hair. Oh, okay. Of Mister John Wick. Oh yeah, for, Neo for on Matrix. Well, yes, yeah, for Matrix. It, it okay. shows. I I guess. Like 
spoilers ahead, but apparently a lot of the the people on the YouTube sphere and the the um, film sphere is saying that Neo ended up surviving at the end, well, and he ended up living out his life just see, among the and machines. That's the thing, though, is Carrie Ann Moss is back for it too. So. Actually, not among the machines. I think he went back into the Matrix. Okay. Or or something or other because, yeah, with carrying on Moss back, Mm -hmm. because she died in the real world. Yes. Mm -hmm. So unless he figured out how to, like, bring real people back to life, maybe she's still alive or her consciousness is in the Matrix. Like, either way, like, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm excited because like everyone's showing up. I think except for a couple of the original cast. But does that yeah. mean um, that filming is done for Bill and Ted? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. I cannot wait. Yeah. And honestly, like the Walmart Super Bowl commercial has made me more excited because. <laughs> Dude, that commercial is so good. They did those effects so good. They made it so like three times as better as their first one. That was awesome. So let's talk about some uh, let's talk about some video game news now. In that um, Take Two, parent company of Rockstar and 2K, saw its shares plummet twelve percent over the past week. That's a huge because that's a huge drop because it missed Wall Street's estimated earnings. Um, A lot of it has to do with NBA 2K and WWE 2K uh, being weak when compared to. But it really is those those games. It's the past years. Well, their 2Ks and all those other games they've had they've always had problems at launch. Even the WWE games not to that level though. No, (laughs) but but it's it's fail. But no, it was a royal fail fail this year. But it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of been an ongoing thing Mm -hmm. with with their 2K series because even last year they had bug problems too. uh, On release, always had that problem though. Yeah, and take so the only thing that's kept them going is Red Dead. Two and GTA Four. They did say they made a lot of money this year on like loot box type items, which I'm assuming is probably off of GTA Four, because there's a lot of that sort 2K, of thing. That game. Wait, 2K doesn't own that, do they? Take Two owns 2K Take and Rockstar. Oh really? Yes. Oh. Really? Oh. oh, I thought Rockstar was independent. No. Oh. Oh. I thought the same for 2K. Nope. That's Borderlands. Nope. Subsidiary oh, Studios wow. of Take Two. Oh, well, at now, least they got Gear, Rockstar. They're so big Gearbox, Gearbox is their own studio, but they have Take-Two and all the N2K publish the game for them. Uh, oh, okay. 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 Um, now, talking about misses as well, let's talk Bioware. Let's talk Anthem. Oh, so um, Anthem is being redesigned. Why won't what? Anthem just die? So <laughs> just put it out to pasture, please. Dude, Stop agree. trying to revive it. No resuscitation. DNR. Totally. Right. Totally agreed. Um, so hey, you never know, though, guys. I mean, like, like I said, it, well, it could be, dude, it could be I, Final Fantasy fourteen uprising. I totally, I totally understand that, but man, here's well, here's first of all, it's like I'm I'm not working for the company. I but I I would worry about the company, especially. Well, Rehauling a whole EA. new IP, 
Well, yeah, think, even for yeah. EA. But th- so, this was supposed to be, like, their destiny. This was supposed to be, like, their bread and butter for a while. And it completely flopped. Well, let's like, look it at- didn't even, like, people wanted their money back immediately. Like, it was a huge fail. Yeah. I felt so bad that you bought it. Like, you, you were our guinea pig, and that sucks, dude. Like, yeah. So... But here's the thing is, though, let's look at the statement from the studio GM, Casey Hudson, who's been with Bioware for a while now. He says Anthem will require more substantial reinvention than an update or expansion. Over the coming months, we will be focusing on a longer term redesign of the experience, specifically working to reinvent the core gameplay loop with clear goals, motivating challenges and progression with meaningful rewards while preserving the fun of flying and fighting in a vast science fantasy setting. There you go. As well as to do that properly, we'll be doing something we'd like to have done more of the first time around, giving a focused team the time to test and iterate, focusing on gameplay first. What this tells me is, is that what everybody was talking about back in the beginning when Anthem came out is that EA was pushing them and part of the team at Bioware was forced to work on FIFA. Yeah, absolutely rushed it. I think all of it was was EA and how they were managing the studio and not letting Bioware be Bioware. So hopefully this is more like a final fantasy 14 where they kind of just basically kind of kept the core, scrapped scrapped the whole thing, redesigned it, but at the same time kept its core. What it wants to do, you know, and it's possible. I mean, I like say, I say, scrap the whole thing, save your money, and pray I, you, you can do what, a whole new IP. Like I think focus the, on Mass Effect. Well, there's <laughs> there's rumor that we're getting we might be getting the Seal Republic. So I say you're playing at someone's heartstrings. Here, I know. <laughs> oh, mine don't too. Be, don't be playing my Mass Effect heartstrings. Man. Mine too, man. I'm I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. I wanted that. I wanted all of those redone for PS4, but. I'm also kind of well, because here's the thing is in, so. in preparation for PS5 maybe being backwards compatible, I picked up Mass Effect 2 and 3 on PS3. <laughs> <laughs> but of course. Hey. Of course. Good, you can get the original? Yeah. No, they you only get two and three? No, I mean, so, you can oh, the original one? That was yeah. an Xbox exclusive. So what they did was they oh. made it a digital download when they brought out two. So the digital download is part of my PSN account. Oh. So if they don't ha- allow me to have my digital content from all those past ones, then I'll just load up to do the little comic book feature right before it, select all the stuff I would have done in the first one and I'd have, you know, and just keep right. on going. So, gotcha. you know, I, I hope for Bioware's sake that when they do this, they knock it out of the park yeah. and they do what Bioware does best. Well, yeah, because, as long as they have the time to yes to do what they do, yeah, and to write their story, to, to test and yep. and fully go through their game like they usually do as a company that is trusted by gamers, um, yep. unlike EA. Uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully they'll be able to, to well, yeah, to, to do it with no interruption. This and time. that's the thing is with the Mass Effect series – Jerry, I mean, you've you've played it too, and and Jason and whatnot. Um, is that you can tell where EA got their hooks into Bioware, right? One was good, two was probably one of the pinnacle of the series, 
And then three is all of a sudden, oh, we have to have multiplayer in order to get the good ending for the game. You've got to do so much in multiplayer. And but but and it went loop still, box. Yeah, but that was for the uh, online. Three was still no. So three absolutely. So three to get the good ending to where your your readiness is above seventy five percent. You had to do multiplayer. You did not have an option to go into that that's battle. That's not for Andromeda. That's for no, that's Mass for Effect three. three. No. Yes, for three. Uh, see but, the see the thing is the thing with three that was added later. I didn't care about the true ending. I no chose, no 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 no. You have to. This you isn't have to, no 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 no. So Jerry, this isn't the the redo on the ending that they did. So in the game itself, yeah. as you're as you're preparing for war, okay, before you uh-huh. even go do the end, right? Before yeah, the you final get, mission. The right. final mission, okay, in order to be at 100% readiness for that that battle heading uh-huh. in, into the ending, you had to do multiplayer, and you had to hit certain ranks in each of the areas in multiplayer. And then that transitioned into your single-player game. Oh, you that was how? Readiness. That's how you had to do it. So that's, so that's how you do the mission with lo- not losing anybody. Correct. You had I always wondered about that because I, I played that mission like – two or three times yeah. and had like nothing but different results. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to, I'm going to de- I'm going to take the choices I yeah. made mm-hmm. and deal with it like an adult. Yep. Cause most, uh, yeah. most of the gamers that year were so like butthurt so that they I was, didn't I get was a happy ticked. ending. I was ticked at the two minute ending and I went through and I did all three of them just to see how they differentiated between each other. Yeah. But, to spend 140 hours across all three games where you're you're importing your save files, right, and keep yeah. your character and your stories going, to spend 140 hours with a game and have a two-minute, hey, here's your ending, that was BS. And I think that was EA pushing Bioware to get the game out faster. And that's why Bioware went back and updated the game with the real endings for each area to say this is what we really wanted to do. Mm. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I feel like that's uh, – I think that's crap too. But also most of that happened because so many people were oh vo- the voicing their opinion in the backlash. And, you know, when it comes to that, sometimes you're not going to be able to get what you want and you just have to deal with it. And, like, that was the thing that I was kind of um, – that was kind of my mindset. I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Yes, the ending sucked, but I'm not gonna cry and 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 sign petitions and like wait for oh, someone no. to to do something like am I, to am change I the ending. Like that's that's crap. I'm gonna deal with it and like you know what? Like if anybody asks me, like no, the ending sucked. Yeah, actually, yeah. that's what I was. Is like it sucked, but am I glad that they went back and lengthened out each piece beyond just those two minutes? Absolutely. But yeah. I wasn't. But that's also kind of caving. Me, to the whole for me, I was more. I was more upset. Was the fact is you were forcing me to play multiplayer in order to get what I needed to yeah. for that final. Battle. Yeah, that I that I don't agree. That is that is crap because that's that's really just promoting like, well, you have to at least try out our multiplayer. Yeah. Right. Then you get this benefit. I mean, it was a good. It was like, a, that sucks. That it was actually, a decent multiplayer. I just the fact that you were forcing me to play multiplayer yeah. when I didn't want to. I hated it. I thought that yeah. was the dumbest thing they added to a Mass Effect game. It was like, mm-hmm. why does it need multiplayer? Yep. Then, like for years, it's been fine being a full fledged 
single player, single player game. hero arc, like or like a uh, uh, band of brothers type of game. Mm-hmm. You know, creating your ship, which was the funnest part about it. And like people knew what they were getting into when they bought those games. They didn't need all those bells and whistles, and it ruined it. Like correct. I told I agree that three three really lacked, but it was still a solid game, and I oh, appreciated it, it. I still think two is <laughs> probably the, the, that's yeah. The two was the best. Three, I think, could have been the best if it wasn't for two. Is is to Mass Effect what Empire is to the original trilogy? Mm, I agree. You know, so now let's talk about um, other makers of multiplayer games. So Square Enix um, is, which is a studio. Jason loves. Shut up. Um, I love Square Enix as well. Um, they uh, announced announced two, in, uh, we, two months. We got a tough relationship. Uh, I make just in under two months. Just letting you know. I know. Oh yeah, I, no. when it was supposed to be shut up a month ago, right? It wasn't supposed to be a month ago. It was always supposed to be March. It was middle no, of March. That's right. They and they moved it back a couple of weeks yeah, just to finish weeks. it. Which honestly, from everything that they're showing in trailers, it's it's gonna that's be what? amazing. And I'm fine with that. I'm just saying. Oh, I'm fine with that. Granny, again, up, Jerry. Just, just we got it. Back pedal, Jerry. We got a trailer, we got a demo, and we got a release date at E3. So, you know what? You missed completely. But technically, technically, all wrong. All wrong. They they still presented it, yes. yes. You never so, asked for it to be right. You just asked for it in general, and you got yep. it. All right, yeah, so, that's true. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so they announced Outriders today, which is going to be a next-gen game. Um, it's going to be coming for PS5 and uh, Xbox Series X. They're saying holiday 2020 release, which honestly, that means it should be a launch title and it's going to be developed by uh, a a small new studio um, that is part that was part of Fortnite and they left Epic Games. Um, It's going to be a sci fi fantasy setting type game. Trailer looks kind of fun. It's kind of got guns and magic power and and whatnot, Um, but we'll see more this weekend. as we have, we've been recording this um, Friday is supposed to be when the, the live stream of the gameplay is supposed to be. So once this posts, um, you can probably go to square Enix's archives on Twitch and YouTube and, and see that live stream. Um, so it, it's kind of nice that we're starting to see some games that are going to be launching with the new consoles. Well, did you hear more of the rumor about a uh, ghost of Tsushima? It's pr- most likely going to be a launch title as well. Uh, <laughs> we'll see because it's supposed to be on PS4 as well. So, yeah, but the launch I, title that could be backwards compatible. I mean, I still, I still really want them to primarily launch it on PS4. PS5. Um, so it, on no, I don't I want, want it on. PS5. I don't want. It, I don't want it on PS5 because I really want them to back their initial sell with being was, so beautiful. On just the normal was, PS4 stuff, and the and it engines. was their last exclusive for the system. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's so, why I wanted to happen. Yep. So let's let's talk a little Ubisoft, which Ubisoft. Yeah. So today Ubisoft with <laughs> the, um, the Julian Garrity's team at Ubisoft Massive announced the new expansion for Division Two which is going to be the Warlords of New York. Um, in this, you are going to be going back to lower Manhattan, New York City, to hunt 
Aaron Keener, who was the division agent that decided to say peace, uh, hate the division, and I'm going to go create mayhem, and he started spreading the virus around New York City. Whoa. Um, Whoa. <laughs> so he's going to have four like four generals underneath him that you're going to have to hunt down. Specifically, they, they kind of cordoned off um, – lower Manhattan of four sections. So each one of them you have to beat kind of like with division. Now you have to beat you know, certain missions to get access to the stronghold and, and move on. Um, so it is, um, according to the video today, it is a near one to one recreation of lower Manhattan, similar to what oh. they did for, uh, Washington DC in division two. Um, you're going to get a new level cap uh, of level 40. So you're going to go from 30 to 40 once you start the expansion. Um, the new gear score is going to raise to 515 now instead of being at 500, um, which until you start the new expansion, you'll see your your score increase to 515. And then once you go to New York, it'll you'll see just your level, kind of like you do in the game um, right now. Um, they're going to revamp the dark zone to reward players who work together, um, versus what it is now. There's going to be a new UI, a new tier system that'll impact skill power, um, gear ratings, all that. Um, and to prepare players, there will be two missions set in Coney Island that as of this recording will be available on Wednesday for everybody that has the season pass. And then for those that don't have the season pass, it'll be available on 219. So a week from Friday, um, the expansion is supposed to be 30 bucks. Um, and for those that haven't dived into the world of Division Two, which is fantastic compared to D1, um, it is now three dollars on PSN. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> I still have my original disc. I am I am excited to dive back into the world of the division. Um, I sold mine. Go back to New York. You, you sold your traitor. Disc. You are a traitor, sir. You do not deserve to wear the SHD shirt. Sorry, bro. Uh, I had to make a decision. Right. What when does the DLC come out? So the DLC will be coming out on March third. Okay. I gotta I gotta play all these and finish these. So. So I'll, ma- I'll mail mail you my copy. <laughs> I, have, I have a bigger list than that. <laughs> so, no, I've got a long list too. Um, but no, I you know the the expansion looks amazing. They're bringing back the sticky bombs and stuff like that. So, um, Julian's team has been they've been hard at work. You know, keeping content coming for the division, listening to the, to the feedback. They had a, a task force that um, they flew people in from all over the world to talk about the game improvements, everything like that. So they really do listen to the community, much like um, Square Enix with Final Fantasy XIV. They really do listen to a lot of their community on yeah. stuff. So so speaking of Ubisoft, um, I've, uh, Guillaume, the head of Ubisoft, said during a financial call... Um, when asked about backwards compatibility on the new consoles, he said that those consoles will be running almost all of the back catalog of previous consoles. So with regards to PlayStation, maybe the rumors are true that we are getting a fully backwards compatible system. Fully. That should be really nice. Still going to be like, whoa, fully compatible. Well, they, fully they, they have a patent that allows the chip to be to emulate 
you know, the processor speed of whatever the console was prior generation. Which is yeah, why I, a lot of games can't be backwards compatible is because the processors nowadays are too fast. Just for those too, too strong, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, one, fantastic for the gamers, but two, it's great for those other uh, stores that still trade and maintain the older mm-hmm. games. Exactly. Um, my my hope with this is that if they do make stuff backwards compatible, you PlayStation better make every purchase I have made on my PSN account for <laughs> classics, PS2, whatever it was, they better be making those available. Because I would definitely advise listeners to if get ready for backwards compatible by buying up some yep. games before those prices skyrocket. Exactly, because if anybody knows GameStop well enough, is that when Xbox went backwards compatible on a lot of their games, the second it was announced they were backwards compatible, the prices went up. Oh. So I went ahead. Um, I have Final oh. Fantasy thir- the Final Fantasy 13 trilogy, Mass Effect 2 and 3 ready to go. So that can all that also includes like PS2 games. And oh PS1, yeah, which to that point, which, which will also um, be harder to find, especially at GameStop because they don't they don't really hold on to their stuff. Stop. Yeah, they it's stopped. all stocked at the warehouse now. Oh, so yeah, uh, now yeah, we, we gotta go to you gotta go to, you gotta you gotta yeah you gotta go to like those mom and pop shops that still have the really old stuff. Which to prep dude. for it too because oh. my wife's favorite game. I know, dude. I know we gotta go back, but. Yeah. Hey, at least, dude, they always have deals with used games too. Like we could really pick them apart. Uh. Uh-uh. I mean, to prep for this though, <laughs> uh, my wife's one of my wife's favorite games is Gauntlet Dark Legacy. So I found nice. a, nice. a good game. cherry copy on eBay and ordered it and brought it in for. Her. I paid fifteen bucks for it. We probably could have gotten that for less. Well, it's a like it's, if you look at the prices though, that was like on the low end on eBay for a cherry disc. Otherwise they're going for like 30, 40 bucks for that game. Not a gameplay. Oh. Well, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to shout out that place that you're talking about. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I won't, I won't shout do it that out. either. <laughs> uh, all else. All I will say is like, we have a place that we used to work at that. Honestly, you should give us a list of games that you really want. Cause mm-hmm. we can probably find them there. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty good on my on what games I want right now for the from the PS3 wise. I'm talking, but I'm talking PS2, PS1, like Nintendo. Well, yeah, but it depends on what it depends on what they're going to allow it to happen. Because if they allow me to have what's been bought on my account, oh, I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way good to go because a lot of those are are downloaded. Yeah, I'm already, dude. I'm already thinking Mortal Kombat Shaolin monks. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, bro. Dude, I'm thinking off, of some of those get corny that games that I just loved, man. Oh my God, Spartan, dude. Oh man, they had those were the good old days, man. When you had just random games come out, and you, like you just you tried them out, and like they were awesome. You you there might as so, well just go with so like many so random, like you had so many random games for the for the run of like. Mm-hmm. PS1, PS2, and even PS3. PS3 had a lot of unknown like games that just randomly came out. I try, I tried a few. Like there was one called Viking. The game was literally just called mm-hmm. Viking. Yeah, and I remember was, that one. Was Dude, such a mini ninjas basic, or mini, Dude, yeah, yep. mini ninjas. Just a basic like hack and slash game, but it was actually pretty fun. 
like I missed like those random games for like system runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, PS One, Two, and Three had like really good runs of like random indie games before the whole digital craze. And PS Four really just had didn't really have a lot of like indie or like. I want to be able to play Pain again. Yeah, they didn't have any randoms like Dude, that. Pain? Did you ever play Pain? It's no. where you basically take the guy and launch him out of a slingshot and try and blow up barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played that. And I've they did a uh, they did a David Hasselhoff skin. Oh god, <laughs> that's funny. That's so, ridiculous. Speaking of PlayStation, um, it came out now in their financial reports that they paid two hundred twenty nine million dollars for Insomniac. Mm, yeah, that's which, fair. That's not bad, but considering that. The only IP that Insomniac really owns is Sunset Overdrive. So, Wait, what about? But Spider- Insomniac owns so, hold uh, on. Ratchet and Clank. No, they don't. They just developed it. Sony owns the publishing rights and the IP rights to Ratchet and Clank, Spider Man, and Resistance. Uh, really so, Spider Man and Resistance, but I don't know about Ratchet. Yeah, they own. Uh, Sony owns Ratchet. That's why they were able to uh, do the movie and everything with it. Um, Oh. I think, honestly, though, I think, you know what, the the track record of Insomniac, aside from Sunset Overdrive, which was, it was okay, it wasn't great, but that could also have been system limitations by the Xbox. Um, you know, they generally produce great games. Yeah. So, 20, $229 million. But also, if I'm, if I'm wrong, or maybe I always get these uh, companies... Hmm. Um, mixed, but didn't Insomniac do the infamous franchise? That's Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, that's right. Yeah. I always get those I always get those two uh, mixed up. Figure Naughty Dog is Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Jack and Daxter. Last of Us, Uncharted. Uh-huh. Sucker Punch is infamous. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, of course, we know what Sony Santa Monica does. We know what San Diego Studio does. Um, Japan yeah. uh, Japan Studio is all their like offshoot RPGs. For those of our listeners that are on the Xbox side, um, speaking of backwards compatibility, uh, in an interview with Gamertag Radio, which is kind of a, a podcast and everything that's been going on now, celebrating its thousands episode. Now, think about that. 1,000 wow. episodes. The first podcast hit one thousand. Damn. Um, That's he, three years with the podcast every day. Right. Yeah. I mean, even if you're doing one a week, so you figure you got fifty-two. You know, yeah. that's that's a long. Oh time. my god! Wow. Twenty years. Yeah. Twenty. Damn. Years. Yeah. Um. We'll see. We'll see all our listeners when we're like Damn. in our sixties and seventies. Yeah. Sweet. Right. Um. Phil Spencer was asked about backwards compatibility and he said, I'm trying it. It's an active development. Sometimes it reboots. Not all the games today are completely compatible. We are working through our list of approved games on it. You can see what I'm playing. There's tons of games that work. So for those that have, you know, have followed Phil Spencer on um, Xbox Live, you can see that he's playing a lot of backwards compatibility titles. Mm. So... Um, I think that's great because there are some classic Xbox games that are really good that were only Xbox exclusive. Oh. So please don't name drop Halo. Actually, oh. I was going to name drop something better. 
What? what? Uh, Rogue Squadron. Squadron? That was not Xbox. Yes, that was it Nintendo. was. That was no Rogue Squadron was Nintendo. Rogue Squadron came oh, out. Oh no, not Rogue Squadron. I'm then sorry. It was Ro- Hold on, it was. Yeah, Rogue Squadron in '64. Rogue Leader was the GameCube, and then you had um, Rogue Squadron Three. Oh no, it wasn't Rogue. It wasn't Rogue Squadron. Ah, what was the name of that? The one with the troops when you were like the elite uh, stormtroopers. It was a side story for Xbox. That was um, Republic Commandos. Yeah, Republic Commandos. So, that, talk about something that needs to be rebooted. That could be fun, but that was. Kind of I feel like it's. I feel like it's not good. I feel like it's not a good enough game if you can't remember the name of it. <laughs> well, there you. was only, but no, but there oh, was no, only, that one game. That there one was game. only one. Yeah. There was only one game, and it came out fairly early for the Xbox. Still. <laughs> And it was like it was like one of their first first person shooters. I uh, like obviously after Halo, but it was a uh, it was a sweet game. Yeah, it was all right. It was it was a it was, it was a brute force. you know what it was a, it was a game that had a lot of potential. It was I a think brute that force a lot clone. Of that's all. A what? So it was a brute force clone. So brute force was a squad based game that Nintendo yeah, or not Nintendo Xbox sucked. put out by themselves. Exactly. It was a clone yeah, but, of that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but the other one was way better. It was okay. Public Commando was not great. Republic Commando was pretty fun. Okay, let's let's lump that in with you thinking Shaolin Monks was a great game. Shaolin Monks was <laughs> yeah. Time will tell on that one, bro. That was a great game. <laughs> All right, so oh let's God. let's let's talk I about that the game, dude. <laughs> God, let's talk about the big end, okay? Because they've they have faced some backlash this week on some of their announcements, but um, so EA is rumored to be bringing the Frostbite engine support to the Switch. Um, I think that's a bad idea because as with EA's games that are running on the Frostbite engine, uh, it's busted. it's terrible. Because Frostbite was really designed as a sports game engine, and they decided oh. to fit everything to it. Yeah, I was about to ask, what, what, like, I'm not too familiar with Frost, Frostbite runs pretty much everything out of EA Studios. It was originally designed for like Madden and FIFA, and then it was forced onto their their clone of Call of Duty, and then it was forced onto Anthem. Mass Effect Andromeda, just to name a few. So I don't know if this is a great idea. Hopefully they've fixed it. But I think, you know, trying to do a third console that doesn't have the horsepower that a a PS4 or or Xbox One has is probably not a great idea with that that engine because it takes up a lot of processing power just to run the engine, which is why you see some of the frame rate drops with the games that run the Frostbite engine um, that aren't optimized for the processor. So also let's talk a little smash brothers because um, I know we, we have a friend of the podcast Mo who has, is a huge kingdom hearts fan. He's been talking about getting Sora and smash brothers for so long now. And he gets disappointed every time that Sora is not announced for it, which well, Mo, sorry to tell you, Disney blocked it. 
There hasn't been an official announcement as far as the reasoning why, but Disney said no. And I think a lot of that is they own, they did a, a joint game with Square Enix where an, Disney still owned all the rights to Kingdom Hearts. And I think they just want to just basically go, nope, we're going to, we're going to keep it going with what we want to do. So they, yeah, when they have plans for a character, they're never, they're not going to let them go. And so obviously I, with Kingdom Hearts, they have plans for that franchise. And my question is then is, is Kingdom Hearts not coming to the switch then? Cause that's, that was something I could see that has been a, eh, a I don't, I don't see that for a while, but I, I don't think we're going to be seeing it now. Um, now, if Sora had been allowed to be in Smash Brothers, then the argument for Kingdom Hearts coming to the Switch is more likely. Because, generally speaking, when they announce a new character, it's because a new game's coming to the console yeah. with that character. Yeah, a new, a new game's coming, or it's like a fan favorite, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or in I the mean, case Bayonetta, of the last... Uh, <laughs> like, Bayonetta was already out, like, a long yep. time ago. And no one just like, whoa, like, it's a, one of those shockers, you know? Now, in case of the new content, though, coming to Smash Brothers, people are a little ticked that they're getting more Fire Emblem characters. Well, that was, the, but that was the problem with the uh, with the last Smash yeah. Brothers. They weren't getting enough Fire Emblem now, now that they are. Well, yeah, but it seems like every update, there's more and more Fire Emblem. So they're really trying to cram Fire Emblem three houses down everybody's throat with adding characters. And apparently the movesets are terrible. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. well, it, it, it just it's as a casual gamer, it's it's not as like oh wow there's another family character whoa cool you know as a as a American gamer I should say it's American you're seeing gamer. the same no because you're seeing the same <laughs> thing, I, mean, I like, think there is a difference yeah there is a difference there, between Japanese huge, gamers on the Switch and Americans yeah like. I mean, Fire Emblem's been out for how long, you know? Like, yeah. since since how long? Uh, Game Boy Advance yeah, was the so first you, Fire Emblem. Like, the early 90s. You can't, you can't diss it, you know? You can't say, oh, yeah, let me put this to mm-hmm. the side. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You've had a, a series running since Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And it's still alive and well, so. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, um, yeah, now, there's not going to be a new like. Oh man, we're not getting Sora. Oh man, I'm sorry, my two thousand people. Like, get yeah, out of here. Whatever. Which is yeah. which is what it really is. It's it's a certain number of people who really wanted that character. I get it, but it's a licensing thing it, that happens all the time. All Correct. the time. All. So just so, deal with it. So let's talk about something that's something to complain about. And unfortunately we're just going to have to deal with it. And I don't understand why Nintendo is making these decisions, but on February 19th, the NES and SNES virtual consoles are finally going to get new games. It has been a couple of months since we've gotten new games. Um, However, the choices they went with are shadow of the ninja and the eliminator boat duel from the NES (laughs) and smash tenant and Pop in Twin B for the Super Nintendo. Are you kidding me? There is way better games they could have gone with that people probably really want versus Boat Duel. Boat Duel! Dude, have you played that though? I mean, like, for real? (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I'd rather play Yodnoid again. Oh god. Typical. Oh my gosh. So, 
let's talk about where they really started getting the backlash this week. So it came out that there's more details with Animal Crossing coming out and that, one, they're not going to have cloud saves. Two, they're not going to allow data transfer from system to system. So what this Such means is if your console dies, Rough. your your island's gone. Now, I understand why they're doing it, because they don't want to do time manipulation. Because anybody who had the GameCube version knew, knows that if you basically stop the game, fast forward your time into the future... You can on, get stuff. on the console. On the yeah. console, you change your time and your yeah. time settings. You basically go into the game, you <clears> save <throat> it, right? Then you go back in time. You still have all the stuff from the future, and you keep on going. Mm. So it was a way to cheat, cheese the game. I abused it quite a bit. <laughs> I can lie, but I think what hurts here though is is that I get the non-transferring and what you want to do with it, but. The Nintendo Switch dying, you know, that's a real thing. And to not have your game information if your console dies is really bad. Oh, yeah. Because that's going to be kind of like what I had with Oblivion, right? I spent 120 hours on a game and then it glitched and poof, it was gone. I mean, I mean, there's a ton of people that invest two, three, four hundred hours in Animal Crossing. And to have all of that go right out the door because your console died. That's huge. Yeah. And it's now also said there's rumors that there's going to be DLC and microtransactions in the game. So basically, AKA pay to win. So if you, what I think this is going to be is, is that if, you know, you want a certain pattern or whatever, right. To build something, you can just go buy the, you just go buy it, you know, as a microtransaction and be like, cool, I got it. That's such crap. You know? So we'll see what happens when it launches. Um, uh, I haven't ordered already. So um, do I. But I, I so, mm, I'm going to Oh, I'm still going to play it. I love Animal Crossing. Oh, you're going to get oh, it? I am going to get it. Well, it that's, is pre-ordered. That's kind of that's weird because you were all gung-ho about not getting it like yeah, a few weeks ago. I know. I It's it's Animal Crossing, and it's going to give me something to play with, with my oh, wife yeah. and stuff, too. So. Tom Nook would be happy about that. Just so I know. Tom Nook is going to be stealing my bells for freaking whatever piece of land he's going to try and sell me. Oh my goodness. He is the literal game overlord. Like, right? There's no villain better than Tom Nook. Donald Trump needs to learn something from him. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Nook actually makes money in his business. (laughs) Um, Damn. And then then finally. Political. Nintendo is announcing a subscription service for Fire Emblem Heroes, which is their mobile game, and it's their most successful game. But it is going to be nine forty nine a month. It's going to offer cosmetic skins, bonus quests, uh, statistical boosts for your characters, um, which that in itself will give a slight edge in competitive mode to players. Okay. Also, what's irking a lot of people as well is that Nintendo and intelligent systems, who's the, the uh, publisher behind it as well, the duds um, they're locking quality of life upgrades behind the subscription paywall, specifically the ability to rewind one turn, which is kind of similar to three houses, but basically if you screwed up your turn, you can back it one turn and redo it um, as well as the ability to auto start, which allows players to have the AI start multiple matches in a row. 
those two things are going to be locked behind the subscription paywall. So you will only be able to use those features if you subscribe. Damn. That's Nintendo is going ultra money grab now. Yeah. You know, as a company that basically was kind of against DLC, against microtransactions, man, they are embracing the heck out of it lately. Um, I think it's kind of a, I think it's kind of a, like with the whole cra- cash grab right now, I think they're a little nervous about the future going on with the, uh, with the new Xbox and PlayStation debuting. And I yeah. don't know. I, I, I think they should, I mean, they should be fine. They should be, but you're, you're making, well, what kind of worries me. Yeah. But what kind of worries me is that they're making these types of moves which kind of makes me think, well, the, are they okay? Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. I mean, they had to pay out a lot of money to settle all the Joy-Con issues. And you can – Nintendo's going to be okay. They always are. They have that niche that people yeah. are just going to go Nintendo only, ultra Nintendo fanboys where they, they don't want to play anything else. You know, Now it is rumored that Sony is potentially working on remote play for your PS4 to be able to – to work on your switch. Um, that is something that they're potentially working on right now, but honestly, I don't think I don't see that happening. No, you have to have such a robust internet anyways, that it's ridiculous. So, so with that being said, Jason, let's start off with you. What have you been playing? Oh, like I said, last time before, uh, just still working on that platinum for Catherine. Been busy at work and I've been tired lately. So it's, you know, trying to get whatever time I can in, Playing some, uh, some Catherine. Yeah. Theo? Yep. Uh, I actually have not been playing since the last time we talked. Why? Uh, I've been shopping for computer mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Kmart tech support. He caught it. Oh. He caught the bug. I oh, knew I it. I didn't get that bug. <laughs> I but, but I am primarily uh, only upgrading aesthetics at the moment. I do plan to wait to upgrade components until this generation gets released. Oh, okay. Smart. That's smart. And plus, most cosmetic stuff is, like, fairly cheap, so... Oh, no, it's not. Oh, really? No, it's not. Ooh, not when when you go RGB? Mm -mm. Mm Mm-mm. No. What's that? Huh? RGB? RGB, yeah. At green, blue? So, RGB is... uh, Or ARG... ARGB is addressable LEDs, so you can really get good effects and good color out of your entire case and aesthetics and everything. Oh, so cool. especially especially with addressable, you are able to program each individual LED in components that you have. Oh, so, sick! Oh, so, so you like can a, really so like customize a, it. Like a prime example of my recent purchase is fans that have addressable RGBs, but they have 54 LEDs in them. <laughs> oh, my God. So they were a tad on the pricey side. Oh, my God. So my condolences, to, my condolences to Hoyt, who is not getting any money from Theo right now. <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs> oh, Jerry? Uh... uh kind of the same i did buy one new game to add to my list uh i am i'm playing darksiders 3 yeah it's it's exactly what i thought it's just like the rest of them you were playing that last week too i started it last week yeah oh okay yeah yeah um 
uh, just hit chapter four on Death Stranding. I'm up to five Valkyries. And that's it. That's all I've been playing. How many Valkyries do you need? Ten, right? Before the no, Queen? There's eight. There's eight, eight yeah. Queen. Eight. Oh, okay. eight or nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah yo. Yeah. I'm working it. I'm working on it, baby. Working on it. Shake and bake. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shake and yeah, bake. So we know you're used to this motion. Freaking shake weight no. all the time. No, it's like all day. All you day. know what? Shake weight. As he's doing this, oh, is this how we do it? Is this you know what? As he's doing this, all I can think of is Kevin James and Hitch. Shaking <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> the beats. Shaking the beats. Q-tip, then throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. <laughs> oh my god, I need to see that movie now. Uh, that was the one. That's like the the one movie that I can tolerate Kevin James in because he's actually like, yeah. Really, you didn't like Paul Blart at all? No, no. I. You know what I went to go see instead of Paul Blart? Observe and Report, the better mall cop movie. <laughs> Jeez. <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. Well, Matt, what have you been playing? So I uh, I finished Concrete Genie. Oh yeah 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 that's right. And, platinum, you did platinum. And I platinumed it. Nice. Oh, so nice. you went for the platinum? Cool. So I I kind of went and looked online to see kind of what I was missing to see yeah. like how hard it would be to do it. Um, and honestly, most of it was all in one area. So I was like, okay, oh, cool. Really? I'm just gonna go it's knock it out. Collect- so collecting that was all that you had to do, right? Yeah, just the collectibles and go do a couple of um, genie memories and stuff like that. So I went ahead and went and got the platinum for that. Fired back up division. Spent some time with my agent. Um, this was before the announcement today and everything. So I finished off the Pentagon DLC, which the Pentagon was amazing, um, but it is honestly geared towards you know, two people, three people squatting up and playing it versus solo, just because there's so many ads. Um, oh, wow. You really have to do time management. So my character is kind of lockdown type, but not to that extent. So um, that being said, for the kind of helicopter drone thing you got to fight, though, at the end of the Pentagon, that thing was, or uh, part of the Pentagon, rather, you can, um, my character was built really great for it. With my drone and turret, I could drop those out in the open and let them go at it. But no, it was good. Tried to finish off the zoo today, but for some reason it's still glitching where one of the bosses is not populating right now. So that's something they're trying to fix. So I'll have to go on some other things. Um, played a bit more Mass Mass Effect Andromeda. I am I have now moved. Still off. giving that a good shot, huh? So I moved off Nexus. I'm on my way to go to the first planet. So we will see. So once I play the first planet, then that'll be my determining factor is do I keep going with it or do I say, nope, it's still crap and move on. Okay. Um, played some more, play some more Ace Combat 5, which I'm uh, having fun with that. As Luigi mentioned. Yeah, I was about to ask, have you, have you, uh, have you mustered up the strength to go back? Nope. <laughs> uh, oh. no. Trust me, I am, I get 
uh, an enormous amount of smack from my wife about the uh, <laughs> two rage I had. Um, she does not let me go. And every time I say that I might be firing up Luigi's Mansion, she goes, yeah, uh-huh. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's Some been... Some abuse right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Think, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> and then um, I did buy the Assassin's Creed Odyssey bundle on the Critics Choice Sale on PSN. So it was like twenty five bucks. It came with. It's coming with Assassin's Creed Odyssey, uh, Assassin's Creed Three Remastered, oh, and cool. Assassin's Creed Liberation, all in that one big bundle. Plus the season pass. Oh, cool. It's normally $100, and it was discounted 75% for the sale. So um, PSN-wise, they're doing some killer sales right now. Oh, so I'm not surprised on that. Yeah. I'm not surprised on that because, like, 3 and Liberation got killed by the critics, though. Like, killed by the critics. So I'm not Uh, surprised. I'm a little surprised that they needed to do 75%, and rather than just making it, like... Basically free. Well, no, free, it was part free of. Free did fairly well. Liberation was a cash grab, and and it was kind of a prelude to like, okay, here, here's like they pushed out another game in order for them I mean, to finally bring out. I think it was Black Flag after that, right? Yeah, was, yeah. Black Flag yeah. was for like I didn't mind three, but like it got killed by by critics. It did get. Yeah. It was. It was. I think it was their first like major like kind of negative run for for assassin's creed i think yeah yeah it was i think there was their first like one that had a lot a, um, a fairly negative reviews it was their first try at really expanding the worlds mm-hmm. yeah for and Assassin's it wasn't creed. bad because like it did it did end up being like somewhat popular and it did make money but yeah it did hit credit um liberation i think got worse and then made their money back with Black Flag, yeah. obviously, because that was... Yeah, and then they had the one that came after that, which was the one set in the French Revolution that, like, completely hit them hard because they didn't do QA checks. And NPCs were loading without faces. Unity, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I had a real tough time playing that one. Yep. In fact, I think that's the only one I just did not finish. Mm-hmm. Really? Wow. I, I, couldn't, I yep. couldn't finish it. It was so bad. Yeah, like even the with all the patches, just, the ugh. multiplayer was bad. Ugh. But like the mm-hmm. even all the bugs for the standard game was tough. Um, I turned it in. I waited for. I honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't until that E three that we went to that got me back into uh, Assassin's Creed again because I thought yep. Syndicate was a great idea and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why I was. I've heard really good things about Odyssey. So since it's yeah. deeply discounted, I was like. Why not get the bundle, get a couple of extra games with it? Yeah, because, like, after Syndicate, I really, like, lost interest because I was like, yeah. okay, it's kind of the same thing. They're doing, okay. I do have Origins. Story right was now. a little weak, but that that's what I got to tell you, dude. Mm-hmm. Play Origins first. That was the yeah. game that got me back, like, excited mm-hmm. for Assassin's Creed. Origins my, was awesome. It's on my backlog list. Um, right. I think I, think I told I'm gonna go. to get it, too, right? Didn't you get that? Or uh, Origins? Yeah, I think so, I have Origins. I, I yeah. think but most of the times my wife's the one that plays uh, the Assassin's Creed. Yeah. 
Yeah. So at this point, I'm starting to go back through some of the older stuff, though, because I want to go back through. I want to go back and play Infamous. I haven't played that one. Oh, um, oh yeah. Oh, so, dude, even Second so Son was a lot of fun. So what I'm going to do is um, I want to start working on a project for the website, which is kind of like a throwback PS4 Thursday type thing where I'm going to talk about games that you could get really dirt cheap now, like Killzone, Knack, The Order, you know, some of those older games. Um, Dude, that, release! That was so, a first release run, and that was a great game. So I fired up The Order. It doesn't quite hold up graphically. Really? It still looks good, but it doesn't quite hold up. To the Graphically? Extent. Really? Yeah. The it, Order? It does not. It, it does not look great on the PS4 Pro. Really? Dang. Yeah. I. It, it's still good. Um, I'm still gonna go back there and probably play it a little bit more. But no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do just like Killzone and stuff like that because these are games that people have just got PS4s, right? You need yeah. some games to play. Why not go get like Killzone, which is like ten That's bucks not a game? That's a bad idea. Off. Actually, I would get nope. Killzone again. I love Killzone. It's on my. It's beautiful. Uh, it still holds up. And and I did forget. I did start up my. Um, my quest for Horizon. I'm going after the 100% trophy list. Oh uh, yeah, 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 I saw that. And started yeah. new luck. game plus ultra hard. And you know what? Uh, I started back over from the beginning. Started kind of getting my fingers twitching a little bit again. And I am playing that like I did like Arkham, where I am doing everything as stealth as I can. Mm, Bring them oh, in, nice. stealth strike them. And the nice <laughs> thing is, I have all my gear from. Frozen Wild and Endgame and everything, so it helps a little bit too. But the merchants charge you a hell of a lot more for stuff. I bet, yeah. Um, The enemies are a lot more aggressive. I accidentally ticked off a herd of horses. Aren't the and (laughs) And aren't aren't the trappers or the seekers like a little like a lot more paranoid? The watchers are uh, way more sensitive to movements. Yep. Oh wow! You know what? That'll be cool. I'm going for it. Nice man. I want that hundred percent trophy list. Oh yeah. Is that the only thing, the only real thing you have to do is play on the hardest difficulty? So there was New Game Plus Hard and New Game Plus Ultra Hard. So I figured, you know what, I'm just going to throw it on Ultra Hard. And if they're nice enough about it, then they're going to give me both trophies for beating it. Well, they do. They do. They do. That's exactly what Jason does. That's why I do it. That's that's, that's the Jason route. (laughs) I'm hoping they did it with Horizon. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. But, oh no, that's standard with games. Like, no, oh, yeah. If you go to the hardest difficulty, you like you, you'll get higher. like, and if, if you just start the game, you'll get like four trophies of like beginner, like mm-hmm. uh, apocalyptic, and then yeah. hardest mode. You'll get those. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, so that's that's what I've been up to this past week. Uh, man. Yeah, been having some fun. So. Uh, so to all our listeners, I want to thank you for crashing game night with us tonight. Uh, if you like what you heard, as always, please leave those comments and don't forget to subscribe to us on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and the website crashinggamenight.com. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Yeah, I'll be hey, like. Uh, I want to just shout out there to uh, you know don't be afraid to comment and tell us what to play because. You know, we have our uh, usual suspects and we have our little roundabouts of what we like to play, but tell us what to play and we'll try it out ourselves. Yep. That's uh, that's actually a really good idea. I'm down for that too. Like if you guys want us to try something or or want us to uh, stream and play like some old games that you might want to watch, uh, tell us. 
I'm totally down to do that. Yeah, maybe we'll have Jay do a super hard difficulty. Yeah, all my fellow, <laughs> yeah. If the, all the if all the fellow nerds really want to see me rage out, uh, maybe we'll stream a, a session of ga- uh, Call of Duty or something. Oh my god, that oh would be god. fun. Yes, that would be really funny. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that would be saying. so much fun. Because so we'd have to well, guarantee all listeners. I could. We would have to guarantee that one. Matt is on the same team as Jerry with the mannequin arm, and then I'm on the opposite team. And uh, I can already tell my listeners, uh, all of our listeners, uh, if you want to watch perfection in Call of Duty, you you watch me. I have a okay. this Jerry, group. Say goodnight to everybody. You watch this. <laughs> say goodnight. We won't let you embarrass yourself anymore. Say goodnight. He's the perfect target. That's what he means. Whatever. I'm a, I'm a good player. I'm, I'm a decent. Uh, I'm a. I'm put, a player. Put, you, put, you put it on your big pair, your big yeah, boy pants. Put on my big boy pants. I'm, 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 I'm a man. Um. I think I think this is such a bad idea to do that. <laughs> I, Theo, I really should not have suggested that. Theo, oh send us because we need to stop the embarrassment for Jerry. TTFN so. guys, that's out for now. Later, nerds. Later.